Hello, you are listening to Skip Intro. I'm Lee Chui Lin and in the studio with me today, Bahi Yusuf and Ian McNally. And we're talking about Disney's latest release. Yep, it is the live action version of The Lion King um, and it has a really star-studded voice cast, not least Miss Beyonce herself and it's been highly anticipated but there's also been a lot of worry surrounding it so... Do we need to start with the story again, or can we jump straight into it's what the we Lion thought? King? We it's, all know what we're talking about. It's not Hamlet. It's Richard the Third, is it, or something? Sure. Isn't it one of the Shakespearean plays? It's Hamlet. It's Hamlet. No. Oh. oh yeah, kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, there's a ghost. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a ghost. <laughs> wait, wait, does that make Timon and Pumbaa are um, your Guildenstern and Rosencrantz? Maybe so. I mean, you've got your you've got your evil uncle mm-hmm. trying to marry the mom. Mm-hmm. You've got tons, yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, read Hamlet, and then you'll know <laughs> what we're talking about today. Or just watch the Lion King animation series. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. 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 So okay, so it is an update then of the Lion King, which was released when again? Nineteen ninety four. Yeah, um, Lion King. I have to say, I got to tell you guys my stake in this. It was my first cinematic film. It was the first one I watched. Oh. Yeah. So it, wow. for that reason, a lot of it is just like embedded very deeply in my brain. Um, and it was an interesting experience watching this one. I slept on it at the cinema. I didn't go see it in the cinema at all. I saw it in VHS because I, you know, lying. <laughs> it just wasn't my thing at that age. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I regret, sorry, I regretted the decision immediately after watching it on VHS. <laughs> I don't remember if I saw this in the cinema. I can't. It's too long ago. Yeah. It was way too long ago. So I might have. So this one then is a pretty, I think, faithful... Um, Facsimile? <laughs> yeah, a pretty faithful retelling. It's very similar in a lot of ways. I mean, if you've seen The Lion King recently, or if you, like me, have it just kind of... Lodged in your brain, screen, yeah. Um, then a lot of it is going to look familiar to you. But I, I thought it was actually a really beautiful film like first and foremost I think we should say that like it's mm. gorgeous to look at yeah a lot of people have been complaining about you know the posters that came out because it just looks like four random lines it's a bit hard to tell them apart the movie doesn't have that problem near the end even Simba got more and more like his animated counterpart like when mm. he grew up yep he just looked like another lion for a bit yeah. but when he was lit correctly yeah. you kind of saw that other lion from 1994 in Lado I, I think I think also towards the end is when you see adult Pumbas. Uh, sorry, when you see adult. <laughs> this is sorry the concept of baby yeah. Pumba. I'm waiting yeah. for that prequel now. Just, Give us that yeah. spin off. I'm sure there is there. It, the, towards the end, you see the adult Simba, and you you start seeing him for the first time with other lions, mm. right? and then you really start to see that. I wouldn't say a swagger, but you see personality. Yeah, and and that becomes really apparent, really interesting to see. There's some shots that I think. Some of them were, I haven't watched the animated original because I've been down on an awful lot of these. So I didn't want to watch it recently because mm. I find that if you have too much detail in your head, it can ruin the remakes. Whereas mm. you'll miss things that you'll, your heart was set on, but you yeah. won't mind as much. I can't remember if there's a shot of the vultures hovering over Simba, but like mm. baby Simba, but that shot looked amazing. 
there's just a shot of the two lions running in the desert and we talked about this off mic beforehand we don't know where the lions end i mean for where me, the digital lions end and the reality began like for me coming out of it i still don't know if they shot anything real yeah you know i don't know if they shot any jungle background footage i don't know if they shot any desert background footage i really can't tell because a lot of it looks really very good and really very realistic but at the same time you see them interacting with the environment so you go like hmm i don't know where this is well, i don't know where like you said the lion the digital line is yeah yeah um the digital lion itself also looks amazing like the yes. muscle tone on the body yeah. the fact that um there are moments where they're starting to go hungry there are moments where someone's eating more than other people mm. and you can see the changes in that as well and mufasa looks powerful as heck which yeah. is you yeah. know yeah. how he's supposed to look right yeah. Yeah. even simba when he's walking do you notice he kind of flips his thumbs his, for a yeah, better yeah, word yeah, paws, like a, yeah. that's where the swagger comes in yeah. right none of the other lines walk like that yeah and and i just like i've got cats and just watching them breathe it's amazing yeah and you know i was i did want to call the rest of the day off i just wanted to go home and play with my cats after watching this movie i get what you're saying yeah, i'm just like i want to go play with my cats the scenes where they're playing where they do play together yeah. they're like it's digital things interacting each other in a completely real way they look like just big cats playing they they look like they've got weight and physical contact there's there's a there's a response to that receiving body right there yeah. there's you know gravity and inertia all gravity up in and this, gravitas all up in this movie and it's amazing for just pixels I know and I know that we've said this uh, before when we were talking about you know similar things but the hair on these people oh yes the hair the fur the mane it's, it's amazing it's not even that there was, there was a couple of close ups on Rafiki and water drops mm. on individual hair you go like wow Rafiki's face looks amazing Amazing. I was pretty happy when he got a stick as well. I don't know if that's in the original, but I was like, "Where's your?" No, he did. Stick? He had a. He had yeah, a stick. He had a stick. No, in the original, he has a stick the whole way through. Right, right. This one, he finds it. He comes yeah. back and gets it. It's like reveals it's it. Rafiki time. Yeah, yeah. warrior Rafiki. <laughs> it's so the story in in and of itself, like we said, it's it's Hamlet, it's Shakespeare, it's Lion King. We kind of already know it. So I guess we should talk about the updates then. You know, um, and kind of what they did differently. I think that. Um, considering how iconic this film is in many ways, you know, it was part of that big Disney resurgence mm -hmm. in the early part of the 90s. Um, they did really well with, particularly, I think, Timon and Pumbaa. Because mm. mm. they're like the, they're, they're the comedic relief, right? They're, they're the people... And for that reason, they get a lot of memorable lines as well mm. from the first one. And they managed to kind of re-deliver, make it fresh, make it sound good. And I was just, I, I enjoyed every moment that Timon and Pumbaa was on screen. Yeah, uh, Pumbaa was Seth Rogen and it was, it was Seth Rogen. There's no denying the fact that, <laughs> yeah, but it worked, right? Like, I think if they had casted it the other way around, I think if Seth Rogen was Timon, I think <laughs> it wouldn't have worked as well I don't know they could have made it work I, I know I'm, I'm, I agree with you I think they could have made it work but this is just perfect casting Seth Rogen as that you know Seth Rogen he's that stoner guy right <laughs> and he works as this war talk that's seriously how it feels I was thinking about how um, you know Simba having to go off and find himself mm. really felt like a gap year mm. it's like a gap year <laughs> where, where you just go off and meet your stoner buddies and they're like dude yeah. Kuna Matata, don't worry. And then he's like, yeah. yeah. And that's how that Let's whole, all be vegetarian. Pretty yeah. much. And that's how that whole sequence feels. Yeah. It's like hippie Simba. I loved it. Uh, from the moment they turned up, 
with them, I stopped worrying about what was new and what was old mostly. I was like, I don't care. This is fun. Wait, so you Hakuna Matata did? I totally hear you. Oh, there it is. It means no worries, you guys. No worries, But literally, the literal moment they turn up and Billy Eichner opens his mouth. Like, Timon is already introduced. You get, not introduced, but like, I've not seen so much of Billy on the street. I'm aware of Mm. his stuff, but I've not seen him in an awful lot of things. And when he opens his mouth and just, it's it's Timon and it's Billy Eichner and it just nails it. Yeah. It just, it, it was laughing straight off the bat. Me and Lynn were talking about how Billy Eichner's Timon sounded eerily like Nathan Lane. Yeah. And I completely forgot it was Billy Eichner. So I was sitting in the cinema going, did they bring back Nathan Lane for mm-hmm. this? I was like, I was like, ooh, is that Nathan Lane? They brought back James Earl Jones. Why not? I, I didn't want to I didn't want to bother you, Lynn, because <laughs> you were sitting next to me in the cinema. I, I was just like, this is killing me. <laughs> it was, it's unusual, especially because as Billy on the street, you know, when, when he's quote unquote himself, he is shrill. Yeah. <laughs> um but as as Timon, there is a bit of there is there's that smoothness to it, right? Mm. He really sounds like Nathan Lane. And he ha- he sings so beautifully. I didn't get that I didn't get the Nathan Lane thing so much. I was really? like I was I was on board with the new Timon. I oh. like maybe again I watched Modern Family too often so that Nathan Lane is stuck in my head at the moment. That's true. Mm. Yes yeah. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Pepper. Yeah, he shows uh, the best parties. <laughs> We're talking today about Lion King. Um, are you excited about this release? Did you enjoy the 1994 original? Um, is it something that you love? WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at Skip Intro MY. Write us at movies at bfm.my. Bringing fresh meaning. BFM 89.9. Hello, you are listening to Skip Intro with Lynn, Ian and Bahe. We're talking today about The Lion King Redux, uh, The Lion King 2019. Um, and we've talked about Timon and Pumbaa. I did want to give a quick shout out to our main couple though, because Donald Glover and Beyonce Knowles Carter, as she's chosen to be credited in this mm-hmm. film, are... Okay, we'll get to Beyonce. Donald Glover was great. Yeah, it was really interesting they decided to uh, indicate the change in voice with him singing This Is America. It's a bit of a tonal change, yeah, so but I thought it worked. It's a little tonal change, I think, you know. Um, you, but you, you started laughing as soon as you heard it, right, Lynn? You were like, and like joy, joyous laughing. No, no, hang on. Let, I was sitting next to Lynn in this, and let and I will tell you what she did. You know, every, okay, we all know the movie, right? So there, there's that silhouette of Timon and Pumbaa singing Hakuna Matata, and then you see, you see you know, gets bigger. Donald Glover's, you know, and then Lynn just goes, oof. <laughs> I just turned to her and go, what? Okay, I'm not saying... There was a guttural reaction there. This is what I'm saying. If you don't enjoy R&B jazz Simba in this version of Lion King, then I don't want to know you. It's, it's like his voice was great because yeah. it's his... He because his this, voice is great. I mean, there's nothing the man can do wrong. It's really annoying. And he gets this really cool, swaggy introduction, yeah. you know? So yeah. I was just like, oh, there he is. Yeah. There it is. And, uh, is, it the, is, that, is the butterfly moment right after that? <laughs> just very shortly. Very shortly after shortly that. After, and that's yeah, just that like, again, moment. very yeah. Donald, Donald Glover, even yeah. though I probably, that's it probably was, in the original. It almost almost very like community. Yeah, Donald very Glover, Troy and right? Abbott in the morning. Yeah, so yeah. there was that, that real bit of just curiosity and joy of like ah, I almost got it yeah. in the most silliest of things yeah how do we feel about Beyonce I think she wasn't really in it enough I yeah. guess mm. yeah I was I mean that was the other thing I, t- I turned to Lynn and said in the end of the movie is that I forgot that in The Lion King the the adult casting quote unquote doesn't really come towards until the end of the story mm. 
actually the real star of it is Scar because Scar is the mm. one person who gets to stay throughout the movie mm. yeah. who gets to be the same age and mm. therefore whoever's playing Scar is really mm. the person who occupies the most I mean Sir Abby sticks around but it's, uh, it was driving me nuts trying to remember Alfre Woodward like mm. her, her voice is totally unique and recognisable and mm. it was driving me crazy trying to remember who she was the whole way through that's the thing about the recognisable voices because um, the original had them this one has them and when Beyonce shows up with her soft like southern accent <laughs> and like her yeah. pure Beyonce-ness well she took I, her gap year in the States yeah, pretty much I think you just have to lean into it and accept that these are stars in yeah. the same way that when you heard Jeremy Irons you know play Scar for the first time it's like well yeah I mean that's I mean, Jeremy I was Irons. eight but yeah. like still it was like yeah, yeah. that's Jeremy Irons yeah, and and yeah, that that first introduction of Nala, and you can tell it's Beyonce, and she's got that southern. She's got. Did she try to work it out? But there's a slight southern drawl in a there couple is. of spots, and you just go, "It's all right, let it go." <laughs> but hey, don't be a pain. Just let it go. Yeah. Um, also, when we get to the the hyenas, like it's weird. Keegan Michael P. Keegan Michael Key is credited first in the credits, right? His name was first. Of I think the it hyenas. Was. No, of like on the top of the all, I think it was. There was a weird. Or it was like it was, Donald Glover, no, Donald then Glover, him. Donald Glover, Seth Rogen, then him. Yeah, there was a yeah. weird thing yeah. going on there. But but he Beyonce was, got the uh, the and yeah, yeah, there was the width and the ends. You got to those yeah. are what you want. Those, those are the prestige credits. Or right at the end, yeah. I think it was with Beyonce, Knowles Carter, and James L. Jones. So which is which is appropriate. Which is appropriate. Yes, yes. But as the hyenas, I kept finding it disconcerting, especially after Toy Story Four, that it was Keegan Michael Key. And not Jordan Peele. Yeah, and I knew it was Eric Andre. I just kept forgetting every time he turned up and sitting way too close. For me, the problem was that I kept confusing who's was who, mm. their voices. Because even if you check on Google, Keegan Michael Key isn't actually credited with a character name. Oh, he's Kamari. They might have oh, that. Yeah, because yeah. I just pulled it up and it doesn't have his name. It yeah, just says very far into the credits. It's as easy as Eric. Uh, Eric. Yes, Andre. Eric Andre is as easy, and if you just look up on Google, it says that as well. But. I'm. I didn't quite because they didn't quite refer to each other's yeah. names. I their voices are kind of similar. One character slightly chubbier than the other, but yeah. I can't quite tell them apart voice wise. And I think that was a slight downer for me. It, it hints at a downer for me, which was that the hyenas for me were visibly a little bit more distinct than the lions for most of the movie. Mm. Um, I think their faces were a bit more expressive or mm. something mm. with the lions. Like I thought. Did 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 uh, Simba not shed a single tear when his father spoilers disappeared in the movie in the in the animated original? No, well, lions, they, well, lions they, don't cry. Lions don't cry. Yeah, come on. Um, Ian. So that's the name of my new uh, spoken word poetry album. Lions don't cry. Lions don't cry. Um, a song accompanied by Fergie. Um, yeah. So I I just have a. Uh, Fun animal fact, um, which is that recently I read something which was all about how predators and predator animals like cats and dogs, they are not programmed in any way or form to show fear. Whereas Mm. prey animals are all cute and fuzzy and big eyes and Mm. don't kill my mother, I'm Bambi. Mm. And so because of that, I think what happens here with a live action film that's full of predators is you get the dead eyes, Mm. you get the the dead hunting eyes. Mm. And so even when they're falling in love, even when they're, um, you know, just emoting it's the eyes aren't where you look you know it's going to be the eyebrows actually and I think they made a really conscious decision in not over animating Mm. these faces Mm. Um, not extending the lips not extending the lips there's no they're not really sort of you know forming the words with their lips and all that and I, I like that I think it took me a while to get into it because there were a couple of spots where their mouths 
don't even match up. Uh, like Zazu's beaks don't really hit the yeah. points at a lot of the, a lot of the of the scenes. But I'm like, no, it's okay. I I think this is fine. Mm. I don't need to see Zazu's beaks, you know, pow, you know, pucker like for a whistle, that kind of thing. Right? It doesn't work. These yeah. are very realistically designed looking animals and we don't need animals with battle angel alita eyes because no. that would just be mm. hard i mean it, it, would, it would be a choice but i thought they could give it a bit more a, a bit more expression when mm. nala was sneaking out mm. there's a little bit i think they get more in the body language there with yep. the ears back and yep. stuff there's a little bit more there but it, yeah it's like you said there was that dead eye thing that kind of confused my inner emotions about <laughs> like oh this is so sweet but why are they all so scary looking because, because they're lions, lions. Yeah. Uh, I want to know uh, from you guys, Mr. Haters, um, <laughs> did this film have a reason to exist? Because I was tussling with it personally. I, I was yeah. watching it and because I remember the original and the original is so great. There's mm. so many things about the original animation that were fantastic mm. um, that I will go last. But I want to hear, you know, did mm. you guys think this movie had a reason to exist? I'm very confused. Like I was laughing with the, with this movie. I was tearing up at points in this movie I was taking notes on like this is a beautiful shot I need to talk about later it's mm. really really nice but always in the back of my head there's a voice saying like well wasn't this the same as the original like literally the exact mm. same as the original and I've complained about the other Disney movies and that like Dumbo tried to add something but failed miserably yeah. Aladdin was too similar but then they achieved it badly so this is better than that because it does the Lion King it, it does the previous movie better than any of the other live action adaptations but is that still a thing we want or need mm. I don't know it's a very it's going to come down to a very personal decision for people and we were talking to another guy who has a young kid and sees the movie all the time and for him it was like this is the same movie mm. why would I bother mm. and I can see some people thinking that I'm still on the fence I thoroughly enjoyed it and I'll probably go see it at least once more time but yeah. I don't know if I'll be talking about it in a few months' time, which we talked off air as well, was a problem I had with The Jungle Book, and I love the original. Mm. Um, for me, I think, okay, everybody in this room knows that I've been very much against this idea of the remakes. I didn't enjoy any of the other ones, the Aladdins, the Dumbo. I didn't enjoy it. However, I really, really liked this one. It I, made me so happy to see I, how much you liked it. I had so much fun. Like, this is one... I. This movie made me feel like a kid again. Mm. Watching this going, wow, right? And you're right. It's very much like the original. There's shot for shot sequences. Line for line. Line for line. But I didn't care. Mm. I think that was the difference. I we I know you, Ian, keep saying that you want something new from mm. these remakes, right? I didn't need it from this, though. This one was like... Yeah, oh. but that's the thing. I don't know if I ever needed the new things. Mm. I wanted the that version right if you wanted to live update it sure but i've it always has fallen flat for me beauty and the beast dumbo aladdin i didn't enjoy yeah, this one, they were pale imitations as opposed yes, to remix yes this one just feels yeah like an exact facsimile copy this is the gus van sant psycho thing yeah. but this was amazing yeah, this, is, this is a this good reflection on the original yeah I'd watch it again too. I mean, I really liked it. And like I said, to me, it's a stunning film. Um, I think the the updates they did for the songs in particular, I really liked. Um, and I didn't think that I would ever meet another Hakuna Matata or, you know, another Can You Feel the Love Tonight mm. that I liked as much. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I do think, though, that there are... Um, it, it is the classic thing of it's for kids now. 
and it's for people who will feel that way you feel mm-hmm. by here where you watch it and you're like oh this is yeah, amazing I but I was talking to a friend of mine who's got kids two daughters in the exact target range for these movies and they did not enjoy Beauty and the Beast mm. they did not enjoy Aladdin to them it was what is this because mm. mm. an animated moving genie is a lot funnier and a lot more expressive and exciting visually exciting visually Mm. than than Will Smith because I think there was a problem a couple of years ago of listening to podcasts about people becoming dads and the trying to get their kids to like cartoons after they'd seen 3D animation Mm. and I think maybe it's now moved on a generation where the younger kids again don't mind watching those ones as long as you know it gets to a certain point and then you have to decide it's like when do you show your kids Star Wars and Empire Yeah. when do you show your kids Toy Story because after that 2D might not do it for them or after that then you introduce you show them nothing but Spongebob for three years so they get really back into 2D animation and these are all just Disney films that we're talking about really because yeah Disney owns everything now Mm -hmm. Um, having said that all liked it yeah Yes. Just yeah. confused. Me too. I liked it a lot. Um, I think we're all probably going to watch it I again want one the more vinyl time. On, I want the soundtrack on vinyl now. I, I really want to listen to the soundtrack. I mm. just want the soundtrack now. It's They updated it. I think Pharrell Williams was the musical director, producer, yeah. producer thing. I'm looking forward to it. I'm confused about why Hans Zimmer's on the list. Um, there's a whole load of cues that I didn't realize that I knew. Like when I heard them, they were starting to tug on emotional heartstrings. Mm. And I was like, wait, what did Hans Zimmer do? These are from the original, right? So I have to go back and watch the original and figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah. We've been talking today about The Lion King, um, the 2019 updated version of the 1994 classic. Um, Has the 1994 one lodged itself in your brain as firmly as it has ours? Um, You know, are you looking forward to this new Lion King? Talk to us. WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at SkipIntroMY and write us at movies at bfm.my. 